Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. There is a public call to stop Irish Cement's further plans to change its waste incineration production process from burning fossil fuels to burning alternative industrial fuels uh, like solvents and used tyres in its Limerick plant. Now, although Irish Cement maintain that the practice is safe and that it is done in other locations without bad health outcomes, a lot of local residents are concerned for their health and for the health of their children. Now, in a couple of minutes, I'm going to speak with Claire Keating, a Green Party member and spokesperson for Limerick Against Pollution. Uh, but if this is something that affects you, uh, please do get in touch today, 1850-410-494. I know a lot of people in Limerick have sort of been bursting to speak about this at a national level. Uh, so now's your opportunity, 1850-410-494, or text or WhatsApp 87 Um It's another one of these uh, stories that have happened uh, across the country, actually, and I was involved in something similarly, actually, from a media point of view, uh, in Dublin some time ago. I'll, I'll, I'll mention that later, where there was a, a big... Uh, uh, outcry and a lot of residents got involved um, in relation to the incinerator in Rings End uh, and uh, Irish Cement are at the in the eye of a storm now really um, according to uh, some of the residents in Limerick who are against this Claire Keating you're live in Classic Hits spokesperson uh, for Limerick Against Pollution how are you Claire? I'm good Mike thanks for having me on Yeah not too not, not too bad at all so Claire can you sort of take us a little bit back to the beginning because I'm sure uh, there are some people who won't be too aware of this story and what's going on and the outcry that's happening in Limerick uh, so what is it exactly that Irish Cement have been granted to do when it comes to these emissions Yes so this is going on um, over five years now um, Mike at the moment um, Irish Cement um, are, are looking to change from burning fossil fuels to alternative fuels. And under that alternative fuels banner, they're looking to burn plastics, solvents, um, red mud from alumina production, tyres, and another 63 different types of waste codes at their plant in Mungret. Um, and they're putting it under the guise of, oh, we're moving, um, we're moving to alternative fuels, when in actual fact, they're going to be burning toxic and industrial waste and get paid to do so. Okay, so they have come out and said uh, that, look, it's safe, we're taking all precautions and, by the way, we have a plant that already does this and operates safely in Meath and in Switzerland, I think it is as well. So why has that uh, not sort of sorted this out for, for, for you and those, those others in the group? Yeah, well, well, first of all, um, I've been living in the location for, for the last 10 years um, and, and you just can't trust our cement. And they've been fined uh, twice in 2018 for industrial pollution, July and December, and they were taken to court by the EPA and fined on both occasions. They've also appeared on the EPA's list of worst polluting sites in the country as well. Um, and they, um, they, they're they just, they cannot be trusted. So there's been numerous um, emissions uh, breaches from the plant and... Um, it's just we don't trust them to run a safe operation going forward. Okay. We're talking about retrofitting their current cement kiln to burn this toxic waste. It's not a purpose-built incinerator. They're retrofitting the current kiln that they actually have uh, in order to burn this waste. Okay. So, I ju- I'm just, I'm, 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 that's the bottom line. Sure, I'm just mindful that I don't have them on to defend themselves, so I have of to course. take their word for it uh, that they say that they, they run a safe operation and, 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 and already... Yeah, are, all are, that's in, it's in and, the media. It's yeah, sure, and, and already experienced at doing so. Tell me about this uh, virtual meeting uh, from... Uh, and that's the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, uh, are holding a virtual oral hearing, is that right, into yes. uh, its decision to grant the emissions licence to Irish Cement? Correct. Yeah. So the 
The EPA has gone and uh, granted the licence. We've appealed it. And um, at the, at the, at the, at the, I think it was on the 2nd of November, they wrote to us to say that the oral hearing will be, will be run virtually on December the 2nd. So we appealed to the agency to hold off on scheduling the oral hearing until it was safe to do so. We feel strongly that members of the public um, who are concerned for the health of their, of their families and children should be given the opportunity to attend and observe these proceedings in an open forum. But our request was ignored and um, the EPA plans to steamroll ahead and hold the hearing online, pushing the process forward during lockdown and denying the citizens um, of the right to participate in an open um, and public forum, which I, is guaranteed under European law and, and the Irish Convention. Okay, so it's guaranteed under law to have this oral hearing. However, if they've already granted the licence, are you want to a non-runner here then? Well, no, because we have we have put so much information. I mean, we, we've environmental consultants hired. We have so much um, we have so much information given to them as to why this should not proceed. Um, in terms of the health and well-being of the citizens of the area, as well as environmental concerns. And all of that has been ignored. And we feel as if, if, if this is pushed forward on a virtual setting, the people will not be given an opportunity to participate. Um, so like, we're, we're going to continue, we're going to fight this to the bitter end, Mike, and that's the bottom line. If, this, if we do lose, um, if EPA do not overturn this, the next stage is the High Court and, okay. and Judicial Review. Um, we're you, not giving up. Are you aware, and tell me if it's not very comparable uh, but the only thing just from a personal point of view I, I, I worked on a, on a show actually at the time uh, of the Rings End incinerator controversy uh, and uh, there were res- concerned residents like yourself and lots of them uh, and yeah. we got everybody in a, in a local town hall along with politicians and so on now unfortunately those residents were not successful and that incinerator went ahead uh, so do you see yourself being more prepared maybe or that there is more evidence or maybe have you looked into that before? Well, absolutely. Well, the Ringsden situation is that that was a purpose-built incinerator. Yeah. This is not a purpose-built incinerator. Like, we need to reiterate that again. This is a cement kiln yeah. being retrofitted to burn toxic waste as an alternative revenue stream under the, under the disguise of them being good and wanting to change to you know to, uh, to okay. alternative fuels. Uh-huh. It's not a purpose-built incinerator. Like we have done our homework here. We have hired, you know, on, on, like bear in mind, we're all volunteers. And we have hired like environmental consultants. We've tried to fundraise. We've had marches on the streets of Limerick. The most recent one back in October 2019, where 4,000 people got out in the pouring rain, may I add. Um, JP McManus attended, Paul O'Connell, Greg O'Shea. It's a high-profile case down here. We have, we have everybody in the city behind us. And this should not proceed. Um, oh. So we feel as if we have a very strong case to put forward here. Okay, okay. Well, it sounds very positive. And um, I suppose one of, the, one of the main concerns now, uh, considering you have all your ducks in a row, I suppose, is this virtual meeting and, and the fear that maybe uh, it's not going to allow as many people as you would like to be heard and so on and so forth. So yes. uh, that brings us into these blooming pandemic times, I suppose, and how everything is changing. And yes, you're right. And, and, and uh, you know, nothing should change with regard to people being heard, at least just because of pandemic that's the last thing we want to happen is for things to slip under uh, just because of, exactly. of, of the restrictions we have hold on a second Claire. I want to bring in Mary you're live in Classic it's how are you Mary are you in Limerick I am I'm in Limerick yeah, I'm in the Rihine area ok I have concerned resident on my screen so uh, you're concerned uh, you have the same concerns I imagine as Claire yeah I do I just want to make one point there um, you just said that um, Irish Cement made a comment there that they're doing it happily and uh, safely in their plant in um in, 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 in Mead is what I have, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're actually only burning. Why they were granted 114, 
it's like they have, um, they're only doing one, and that's um, SRF out of this. So they make it sound like it's, they're doing this, no bother up there, that they're burning all these different materials when they're not. They're yeah. only burning SRF currently. Okay, it says here that the, the company has insisted uh, the process is safe and is already being done in its plant in uh, County Meath and is extensively used as a recycling measure by cement factories in Germany and Switzerland. Oh, other cement factories in Germany and Switzerland, yeah. The last correspondence I had with the plant was uh, with the communications managers with the, with the, they were just burning SRF out of the, the, the waste list, out of the, the waste allowed. Right. Okay. So, yes, you, you, not entirely. so, so, so you don't believe that's entirely the fact. Can I ask, by the way, and, and Claire or Mary, just take this from all the research that you have done. What are the actual health concerns when it comes to this? Claire, do you want to take that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you're talking about incineration in a residential area. You're talking about there is uh, two primary, two primary schools, a secondary school within one kilometre of the plant like you're talking about that we've built a brand new beautiful park there um you're talking about twenty thousand people living in the vicinity and plans for seven and a half thousand more houses over the next 10 years so you're talking like incineration and residential development cannot proceed simultaneously they don't go hand in hand and there's going to be serious health implications going forward like we like the world has the world health organization estimates that 4.2 million people our premature deaths are caused globally and linked to ambient air pollution. Mm-hmm. Um, things like heart disease, stroke, pulmonary disease and, and high cancer rates. So you're talking about like a, a huge array of health implications that will be caused, no doubt. This is all proven research down okay. the line, you know, with, with people living so close to this on their doorstep. 